this is Candy Cosplay, and you're listening to We Got the Geek. All right, everybody, it's uh, Jay Stu, and once again, I'm at home uh, recording during these wonderful COVID times, and uh, happy to be joined yet again um, for our third uh, uh, Shed Home Edition by my my good friend and brother, Mr. Colin Bowden. How's it going, sir? It's going just fine, Jay. How are you? Not bad. I, I think there's like week 13 now or something. Something like that. <laughs> Seems kind of never-ending, so... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you got to stay positive. Oh, uh, trying to. Uh, trying to. You know, you, when was the last time you had to bump into somebody at the grocery store? You know, That's that true. doesn't happen anymore. That's true. Know, I never, so, I mean, never see anyone I know when I do have to go there. No, but I mean, you know, social distancing, a lot of people have issues with that, yeah. myself included. So I well, kinda, for sure. I kind of like that. Uh, but, you know, so... Concentrate on the positive. I'll try to. I'm a little bummed because this weekend would have been Niagara Falls Comic Con. Yeah. Yeah, having no events is kind of disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, and I, I have a bad feeling that concerts will be one of the last things that's allowed to come back, too. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't know how that's going to go or when we'll have our next one. I got my refund for John Klein anyway. Well, I would hope so. Well, I, you know, you don't even know if people are getting their tickets back. Like, True. Right? Yeah. So, anyway. I'm, I'm going to assume next year at the earliest. Yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually thinking, you know, it is affecting the way a lot of people think. Mm-hmm. And, um... So you never know what might happen. And it might turn into a whole new thing, right? Maybe people like this shit. You know, I know some people that are working from home and getting more done than ever because people at work are pissing them off and interrupting them every five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? You hear lots of different sides, right? Oh, yeah. As far I'm, for, I'm fortunate. I'm still working, so that's cool. So Yeah, as far as my job goes, I, like I work in a call center. I'm, I'm probably not going to go back there until at least September. Yeah. But it's yeah, been okay probably, working yeah. at home, I guess. That's good. It's, it's got to be an adjustment for you. Yeah, it was different. Like, uh, when technical difficulties happen, there's nothing I can do about it. There's no one here to help me out. So, Seriously. Uh, I've been actually doing It's It's been kind of cool for me at work, though. Yeah. Well, because they reduced all my hours, so everything's on stupid service, right? So we're kind of inundated with people. Right. And, and not with riders, but it's like a, a contractual thing that we provide the service, right? So... I go in this morning, and I'm like, this is my Saturday to work, and um, I'm there for an eight-hour shift. I'm on report, right? Mm-hmm. I go in this morning at 6.45, and, and uh, oh, did you see you got some work? No. So I look, okay, three-hour piece. So I finished my three-hour piece, and I said, what do you need? Oh, there's a bus downtown for you to go sit on. Okay. Start to read the paper. Another driver comes, and he goes, leave your bus here and come with me. We're going home. I go, <laughs> um... It's like 10. Oh. <laughs> like, I was supposed to work till like 3. Right? Oh, geez. And they're just like, yeah, there's no work. You did four hours. You get paid for your eight. Go home. I'm like, oh, wow. nice. That's pretty cool. Actually, they've been doing that because they've been kind of juggling the work since there's more drivers than work. It's kind of like mm. if you have a scheduled off day, they might cut you loose the day before. Yeah. And then so you get like a day and a half off, so. It's, it's actually been three that I got no way I can complain. So. Well, that's cool. 
But what about that Colin Hayne? I don't know what the hell B. Snyder's doing, but he hasn't come up on Facebook lately. I was going to say, you were messaging me the other day, and you mentioned a new Colin Hay song, which I never even knew was coming out, and uh, took a listen to it and then watched the video, and it's a really good song. I, I love the song. Uh, uh, now, now in the Evermore, I think it's called. It is. It is, yeah. yeah. Uh, it says album, but it always does on Spotify. It's a single. Oh, yeah. Really, so far. So hopefully there's an album coming, and hopefully it's, uh, and hopefully it's got a good beat to it. Like, uh, I, I, I wasn't a, a big follower of his last few ventures. He had an album out, like, in 2008, which is one of my favorites, which is, uh, uh, like, Come Tumbling Down. It's, uh, oh. You know what? I was going to ask you, uh, what is your favorite Colin Hay album? My favorite Colin Hay album yeah. would probably be that one. Oh, cool. Yeah, it would probably be that one. 2008 was really, really good. There's, you know, <laughs> I, was, <clears throat> I was listening to the stuff. I just got Play Thomas uh, Overkill, um, like the, you know, unplugged version. Mm-hmm. And I played that today, actually, for him. And uh, so he downloaded it right away. Oh, that's so, like, cool. Uh, I said, well, you got to listen to the other version, too. But, like, the lyrics, like, uh, that, that's just a great song. Infectious, you know, like... Like, how huge was that song when it came uh, out? I would say best thing men at work ever did. Well, yeah. And, and you know, like, they remember Scrubs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they did that. And then everybody's kind of rough. Like, that and Down Under, like, were two totally, like, yeah, they were kind of gimmicky. And you know what? And then you look at them as cheesy just because of the image that was portrayed at that time. But if you listen to the lyrics to Overkill now, mm-hmm. it's it's still a great song. Oh, yeah. Like, I, it's a great song. Yeah, agreed, 100%. I heard this thing on him. I, I watched it on, uh, it was like him in England or something with a choir singing the backup while he sang Overkill or something. I've, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was odd. But <laughs> it, was, it was nice, it was inspiring. But you know what, I still can't understand why the first Colin Hay Band album, which was great, like I have the autograph CD copy, but I don't want to have to take that out. Mm-hmm. I'd like it on Spotify. Has a better version of Storm in My Heart. A lot of good songs into my life. Yeah. Y'all rest in peace. Uh, way, yeah, Wayfaring Sons. Wayfaring Sons. Like it was a great. Do you remember the day we walked into Sam the Record Man and we saw a call in a band and we went, no. Yeah, I don't even think we were looking be? for it. <laughs> yeah. And That's then, crazy. I was telling you, I was like, I, gonna have, I was almost going to ask Lawrence if there was a 45 out of 40. I never knew this. I was looking them up this week, the Colin Hay Band, and they, there was actually two videos out from that album. Oh, yeah? Uh, Help Me, of all songs. Okay, I like And uh, I can't remember the other one now. Timer and toy. <laughs> <laughs> and me! Yeah, that one. <laughs> you know what line I was laughing at today? What's that? It was in uh, Walk Amongst the Ruins. <laughs> I've got that in my playlist. <laughs> and it goes, and the fun you used to poke. 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 And that was the boy. Because <laughs> there's so much there's still a joke about him. But. Oh, yeah. When I was playing Overkill today, Thomas goes, well, he goes, I know about the interview with Colin Hay and that guy. I go, no, okay. You know, why did you write that song, Colin Hay? Oh, yeah. He laughs hysterically. That's the story. (laughs) 
into that colony. Who could it have been colony? <laughs> Why didn't you just answer the door? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. That was a good time. Well, I wasn't on the stage. Really, what was upstairs in your house, Oh, man. I'll never forget that show when that guy came out on stage and we didn't know it was him. Who's the guy in the forwardy shirt setting all the shit up? And long hair. Yeah. It's Colin Haywood, Ian McCollin. Yeah, you were like, oh, that's him. <laughs> you know a story I still laugh at when I tell anybody? When you talk about meeting Huey Lewis for the first time and you go, yeah, and I couldn't say anything to him, and you're all like, Huey, you want to flip the steak? <laughs> we're just saying something random. And I'm like, it wasn't quite like that. Huey, you want to flip the steak after about three minutes? Oh, yeah. Sear it. Sear it. Yeah, I, I became that kid we were making fun of when I met Huey. He's like, that was a good concert. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Fierce, Fierce Mercy. That's that's my favorite album I call on Oh, okay. I, I think I stopped. The last one I ever bought was the one that had, uh, Are You Looking At Me? Was that the name of the album, too? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it, uh, What Would Bob Do? Yes. And then Are You Looking At Me? And also uh, a song I really like, uh, I Wish I Was Still Drinking. Oh, right. That's a, that's a good tune. And, uh, yeah, a little bit of oddness there, you know. That call in A, you never know what to expect. Um, <laughs> he had, um, oh, shit, let me see, what did he have? Yeah, he had Fierce Mercy, and then after that he had, uh, uh, Gathering Mercury, and then he had uh, Everyday People, and then he had you know, three or four albums. But I would say, I would say, um, okay, I got kind of got a throat. I love Topanga too. That's my favorite. Yeah, and Colin Hay Band actually, I loved him going going back to his Scottish. I, I like the instrumentation. Yeah. Unfortunately, it can't be played, and I'm wondering about. Like, it must be a different copyright thing. Because that's what Spotify does, too, eh? You yeah. notice that. They don't have the rights for it. Like, I had Soulsville listen to that every fucking day for, like, three years. And, then, <laughs> and oh, now you can't have it. And they, they do this other shit, too. I don't know if you've noticed this on your phone. I'm like, if you put down, okay, like, I have my playlist. Yeah. And then there's a section called Liked Songs. Yeah. I have never, ever hit that I liked a song. But the one day I noticed I have 1,274 liked songs. And it was that's why I kept cutting out on my data. Oh, so I, had through, I had to go through and unlike every fucking song. Oh, jeez. I don't know how I hit it. So the one day it was like, it wasn't, I think it was Soulsville. No, no. Oh, that was it. It pissed me off. It was Huey Lewis and the News, the first album, and I listened to it like it was like a week ago. And then all of a sudden, I look up in the top icon, and the little heart's green, and I'm like, oh, that says liked, right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm listening to it. I got to download. I don't want it on the like file. So then I hit the button, and then it goes, remove from file. And I'm like, no. I, like, I was in the middle. I was in the, <laughs> it really pissed me off. I was in the middle of stop crying, right? And then oh, all of a sudden, oh, I see. So now I can't listen to this album until I go home and re-download it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So I did that and picture this, and then I because <laughs> I want to hear buzz, buzz, buzz work sometimes. Oh, definitely. Oh shit, I didn't know Soulsville was gone. So that's like three of his albums they don't have now. 
Soulsville's gone, and I'm sure it's copyright reasons for the song. Because they're not him. If, if you actually look, oh. part, of it's, part of it's highlighted, and yeah. it says Huey Lewis in the news, and it'll give you... Um, it'll give you uh, the, the song titles and highlight them like you can download them, but Huey yeah. Lewis in the News is like in dull coloring, probably because they don't have the rights to it. Oh, so that probably would happen with Petty because he was having problems with Spotify. That's why he's off the no nukes thing. Oh, that's, that's probably why. why I, uh, that's probably why Four Chords and Several Years Ago weren't on there either for Huey. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's so they do that. I don't think it's fair. If you've downloaded it, you should be able. Like, you've downloaded it. Like, if you're going to pull it afterwards, like, fuck, it's on your file. Unless you try to do something stupid, like remove it from, like, songs. Yeah. You should have it on your file. Yeah. Um, that pisses me off a little. And a lot because of the Colin Hay Band, because I don't want to pull out my Colin Hay Band autograph CD, because if I do that, it's, it fucks up my stereo, because then every time I try to put aux, it keeps playing the fucking CD, and I don't want to hear it every day. Well, that's but why... That's why I did a search on that on YouTube, because they have the the whole album on YouTube. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it's a pain in the ass to go there and stuff. Hey, let's take uh, a quick commercial break. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, uh, lots to edit later. And uh, when we come back, I'm going to ask you some questions, actually. All right, then. All right. Stay tuned, loyal listeners. There's more We Got the Geek still to come. Sketchbook Comics and Games is a store that is something awesome for everyone. In addition to selling comics, board games, and action figures, there are tables for open gaming. Wednesday nights, Sketchbook features game night starting at 6 p.m. Friday through Sunday, Sketchbook is the place to be for Magic the Gathering. The store is located at 224 Glenridge Avenue, Unit 9 in St. Catharines. Come on down for all your geek and comic book needs. It's uh, Jay Stu here talking music with my good friend Colin. How's it going, man? It's going good. Gonna do my Chuck LaFleur impersonation. <laughs> I want to break this down. Oh, by the way, a year ago, year ago today, I met Jeff at uh, Niagara Falls Comic Con. Oh yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Looks just like Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, recently on Facebook, uh, someone sent me this link um, to a, a thing called the 30-Day Music Challenge. Okay. And I'm not going to ask you all 30, because some of them were dumb. But, uh, you know, once a day, you would post a, a link to a song that you like, uh, going by whatever categories they gave you. And uh, some, were, some were, like, simple, but some, some made you think about it. So I figured, if you're into music, maybe I'll ask you a couple of these. So let me let me give you the first two they did, and they were real easy ones. Like, uh, uh, name a song you like that has a color in the title. <sighs> Baby Blue, Badfinger. Cool. I, I couldn't think of one, so I just threw Pink Houses up there. <laughs> All right, how about a, a song that has a number in its title that you like? Oh, 99. Oh, yeah? By the Little River Band? <laughs> uh, summer 69, Brian Adams. Okay, yeah, I, I put, uh, I was trying to go a little obscure, so I did uh, Three Warning Shots by Rick Springfield. Uh, name a song that you like that reminds you of summertime. 
actually clip Black Summer's Coming. Oh, that's a good one. I like that song. That's a good one. I picked. Uh, it reminds me of going to Sharkston for some reason. I don't know why. But. Oh yeah, I've been watching his uh, his live streams every week. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're not bad. Well, he had a song called Christmas with You, and I was excited because I thought it said Christmas with V, but <laughs> it didn't, and that wasn't you with you. I gotcha. <laughs> No, he's actually got a new album out, too. Oh, yeah? Well, it's well I've got that uh, Central Clint Black, you know, with everything on there. and Yeah, I've been listening to it, too. I downloaded it. Yeah, I, I still like him. He's nice. Yes, he's nice. I was I was actually keeping an eye on his concerts when we were trying to do uh, the, the press passes for concerts. Oh, yeah? But, um, that would have been cool. Yeah, he tours all the time. He didn't, like, when COVID was coming out, he didn't, before that, he didn't have anything in the area, so. Yeah, I try to follow up on some people. For some reason, they had to tell me to call an A out of new single out on Spotify. <laughs> that came right up with uh, Dion. Yeah. Dion and Colin A, and then I looked at the whole Dion album, and I'm like, like, I don't know if you remember any of Dion's songs. But was he the I Run mean, Around Sue guy? Run Around Sue, Teenager in Love. That was a right. Doc Plomas song, The Wanderer. Yeah, yeah. But I'm the kind of guy. Yeah, like, uh, probably one of my favorite songs from him was uh, Where or When. It's okay. like, um, it, it's a really, really nice kind of, you know, early 60s song. He had a lot of drug problems and everything, too, so. Then he kind of went all bluesy and shit, and um, did some Jeff Beck's on uh, the new album, too. Is the new album, like, worth listening to? The tracks I've downloaded. Okay. There's some stuff I don't want to hear, like, um, I got the e Street Band, I got Bruce and Patty on one, I got mm. Steve Antan on another, Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top, Jeff Beck, um, Paul Simon, um, who else? Uh, John Hammond. Um... What the hell else was on there? I can't remember, but it's it's quite a lineup. Brian Setzer does a really, really good song with him. Oh, that's cool. And he's on there, too. I'd, I'd recommend listening to the people that you know and, and just listening to the people that you know and as Dion is an afterthought, and you'll probably like the song. I'll probably give it a try, then. Yeah, you should. I really like the Steve Van Zandt one for some reason. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, it, uh, it clips with me. And oh, I really cool. like Brian Setzer, too, so. Yeah, I'm so, nice. yeah. I'm going to check that out, I think. Yes. Um, yes yeah, probably the last album, my new album I listened to on there was the last Live Bruce thing that they did. Yeah, I think that's uh, me too. I've been following Dylan a lot. His new album's coming out in another week, I think. Oh, wow. False Prophet. And uh, he's had two singles off that already. Yeah, you told me about the first one. Yeah. Don't know what the fuck he's doing. Um, <laughs> the False Prophet's got a really creepy cover to it. You should Google the album cover. I, I will now. It's it's pretty cool actually. <laughs> it's um yeah. It's always been unique. I was hoping to see him this year. Yeah. But he, I mean, he lives like two hours from here. Does he really? Well, he lives in upstate New York. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. He's got, he's got a place up there close to Bethel, actually. And, uh, yeah, he's playing an amphitheater. He was 
pre-COVID, he was playing an amphitheater in uh, in July. Oh, wow. And I, I wanted to get my passport redone for it because I want to cross over and see it. As it is now, he is doing dates, but um, I think he's uh, postponed them a little while. But I'd, I'd love to see Dylan. It's like it'd be yeah. awesome to see Dylan. He's, is he in his 80s now? He just had a 79th birthday three days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's a... Uh, and you know what? Like, I know everybody makes fun of how he talks and everything like that, but he's as coherent as he wants to be. Yeah. Like, I listen to some of his songs, and uh, Thomas, my son's really getting into him, too, and, and uh, a lot of the tracks, and it's just, he's just brilliant. You've got to realize he's a poet, and yeah. music is the vehicle that he uses to, to deliver that. Like he's, he's a secondary musician, but he's as good as any musician is. Like, he's just... He's, he's crazy talented, and um, you listen to it, and, and sometimes he throws that vocal style out there just because he can. Like fuck, he's just bored. He's got. He's just getting his. I don't know. It's hard to explain. By the way, uh, Jacob Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Have you listened to the song "Lend a Hand"? I haven't heard that one. No. No, I, I highly recommend that one to you. It was written during. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say. 2006, that's when Katrina hit, right? Right. And uh, the song is based on that. And uh, it's called Everybody Has to Lend a Hand, and it's got the coolest blues beat. Like, it's on my playlist. I listen to it every day. But it's called, yeah, Lend a Hand, Jacob Dylan. Listen to that one. Okay, yeah, I, I recently discovered he had a solo career, so I've been listening to some of that. Some of the stuff is like, eh, but I don't know. I really like that. Like, um... And I do like them, don't get me wrong. I yeah. really like half of the Echo in the Canyon album. Yeah. And I'm pretty much in love with Jade Castrino's voice. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple. There's this random guy named Corey Becker who has a song called Haunt, and she sings back up. Mm -hmm. And I, I listen to that song like every day, too. And he's nothing, but I just love her voice. She reminds me of a very good, I'm a big Gail Gurnett fan. She's oh, okay. got that kind of, she's got like a real sexiness to her voice I really like. That's another thing I wanted to mention. Uh, one of my favorite songs on my playlist is a Lisa Germano song. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I, I heard some of her stuff. She's she's awesome. Well, yeah, yeah it's funny. And, and, of course, everything about her is like a cougar, 87. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, because she was the hottest fiddle player you could have ever seen. Yeah. Like, it makes me want to watch the Paper and Fire video again. Oh, and Cherry Bomb. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cherry Bomb. I'll have to watch that. Yeah. She, uh, I got to see her in the early 2000s because she was in Neil Finn's band. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. Yeah, Neil Finn. <laughs> I tell you, Crowded House is always going on in our house. Thomas is playing it constantly. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. It's, I think it's his favorite album, too, so that's awesome. I'm, right? uh, I'm looking forward to someday, hopefully, seeing their new lineup. Yeah, totally, I am. Because I've been, I've been liking the stuff they've been doing online. Yeah, yeah, I have to. Since, I don't know, it's great. I want to see... Um, Oh, who else do I want to see? Ah, shit. That's somebody else I wanted to tell you about, too. 
Well, I guess him and Stevie Nicks just released a song, too. Yeah, I was listening to that before we recorded tonight. Yeah, that was, uh, I guess it was a fundraiser for New Zealand homeless. Yeah. I didn't know what that was. I don't even know where New Zealand is, really, to tell you the truth. <laughs> is it Australia? It's, it's, yeah, I think it's, I think it's in Australia. It's on the other I side never, of the earth, that's I all I know. I never paid attention. Don't you remember, who was the geography teacher that kept telling me I had been in classroom <laughs> when it was three months that I hadn't been there? Mr. Last? No. 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 And I had Mr. Uh, Cutler. What was his name? Mr. Apollos or Mr. Gaines? Oh. Yeah, I know the guy you mean. I can't <laughs> remember his name, though. Fioka? It was Mr. Fioka. Why couldn't I remember his name? Because he was only there one year. <laughs> it was like those Paul, Paul Giamatti buns I saw <laughs> at the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> John C. Embody, that was it. Oh, jeez. Oh, Clover buns. <laughs> I want a John McPhee bun. Oh, God. John McPhee. Hi, Clark. Where's your lowest? <laughs> Hey, you know what's funny, too? Remember that washed-up band? It was like the, um, all the Nova of country music, Southern Pacific. Oh, that was John McPhee, right? John McPhee and the guy from, uh, oh, yeah, it was John McPhee and, oh, shit, was it, in that band? I'm probably thinking of the wrong band, but was it Bernie Leadon? Oh, probably was. <laughs> It was the worst lineup since Little Village. <laughs> that was a horrible album. Uh, who was in Little Village? A pool of talent, and it just was a disaster. Jim Keltner. Yeah. Nick Lowe. Yeah. John Hyatt. Yeah. And, oh, who the fuck else was on there? But it wasn't good? No, it sucked. I bought the album, paid fourteen ninety nine for it, because it was at the back. <laughs> <laughs> On Cassiette, and, uh, yeah, they had a song called Solar Sex Panel. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. Oh, jeez. It was a terrible album. That's, that's, wow, I can't believe it. That's, like, a pretty no, good lineup, too. It is. That's, like, you know, I don't know. Well, now I'm going to have to look it up later. Well, you can, but it was, it was very unremarkable. Little and I'm forgetting the other member. Well, I got my refund for John Hyatt, and I love it, too. Okay. That won't be happening. No. None of them will. But I'm sure the Poison show will still Oh, gee. Motley Crue finally canceled. Like, they were the last tour still not canceled. Like, they thought... And it was like, it's in two weeks. And they thought it was still happening. Fuck. Like, you guys really are high. Yeah. Yeah. So, Motley Crue and uh, Def Leppard. That was the other co-headliner. <laughs> hey, I've already seen Def Leppard in my life. I don't need to see them again. No. No. <sighs> yeah. I wonder what Peter Satir is doing during the uh, pandemic. Oh, I don't know. He should re-record Glory of Love for uh, uh, streaming. He should. You know something? I still can't believe I listen to what a fool believes every day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. It's on my playlist. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> are like, you gonna, what do you say to that? I, I, I have no words. 
I listened to Rock and Hide. Yeah, I'll ask, make sure I told you that I downloaded Under the Volcano. Oh, it's a great album, though. That's the best thing they ever did, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Until Bob, until Bob, <coughs> Bob Rock became a music mogul engineer. Yeah. And produced everything in the 80s that Tom Lord Elk and, and Mutt Lang didn't. <laughs> it's true. It's true, everything. Everything sounded like Def Leppard for that two, those two years. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Well, then I'm I'm really sad then that Metallica didn't sound like the Paolas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was Keith Richards' influence, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's like the funniest quote ever. Like, I can't remember this. It was some story of other musicians that Keith Richards hates, and Metallica <laughs> was on the list. And someone had told Keith Richards that uh, one of the guys in Metallica said that the Rolling Stones were a huge influence. And then uh, Keith Richards was like, well, if I'm their influence, I guess I fucked up. <laughs> I, I can't believe what I texted yet. It wasn't the same, but you had to read that whole section on Keith Richards when Nils Lofgren applied for the band. Oh, yeah. Nils Lofgren applied. Oh, yeah. How much is he going to pay us? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I've, I, I did download his Wonderland album. Oh yeah. Well, just because it brings back memories when I listen to it, it's really not bad when he's just on his own. Yeah. It's just none of those guys should try to sing together or do any harmonies. No. At all. Just no. stop it. Let, stop it. Let Bruce sing the end. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the only the only one. Well, one of the few. I don't know. I should sing with you. Because he's got a huge career, but I really, really love his duet with Roseanne Cash. Yeah. That's that's probably one of my favorite first duets. Yeah, you played me that. That's pretty decent. Yeah, that was a Don Gibson song, Sea Heartbreak. Really good tune. Yeah. Yeah. Good times and no patty. No patty. Oh. No patty. Or nails. Oh. Or screaming Gary W. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wait, Gary Talon was the only guy in the band that didn't sing. Yeah, no, but no, we, oh, yeah, but download. Go ahead and check all of his greatest hits, and all of them have a thousand followers each. I think, oh, you're, okay, you're telling me, yeah. Oh, I went up. That's how I clicked on Lisa German or something. Gary Talon was the Mario of the E Street Band. I never saw him come out front ever. No, no. Was because the East Street Band, you know, is so phenomenally <laughs> talented that they can only perform with 10% of their power <laughs> one time, or your mind will be blown. Okay, right, Bruce. And it was so cool. Thomas played me this song today from a guy, uh, a guy's name was Machine Gun Kelly, right? I've heard of him. Oh, uh, well, he was playing me the song, and it was pretty good. I liked that and had a cool drum part. He goes, I really, really like drum part. And I said, <laughs> I said, I love a really, really strong backbeat, right? And I think Crowded House is one of my favorite bands for that. Mm-hmm. Like when I hear Now We're Getting Somewhere or something, and I hear the drums in the background, I just, I want to feel them really, really hard. Like I love a strong backbeat. Yeah. So he played me this one, and the guy double times pretty good, and it, it sounded really, really good. And I said, probably the best solo I've ever heard, drum solo ever, Fool in the Rain by Led Zeppelin. Okay. John, John Bonham. Yeah, he was good. 
listen to the, the, the drum solo and it starts and it gets a little bit heavier. Then it gets heavier. Then it gets heavy and you're like, holy fuck. And then it gets heavier. Like, the speed? I don't think I could move my lips that fast. Oh, wow. Like, that's an epic solo. You should listen to it. It's really good. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I'm not a big drum solo guy, but that one was epic. Yeah. Like, you know, I had enough in the old pair, like, when we saw Rush. Like, I do like him as a drummer and everything, but <laughs> that's not the be-all and end-all of the show for me. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of any kind of long solo at a concert. It doesn't matter who it is. No, it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, spread it out a bit. Yeah. Well, you were telling me that one time you saw Queen, and, uh... 21-minute guitar solo. Yeah, you were like, oh, they could have done, like, three Queen songs in that time. They could have? Yeah. They could have done, yeah, well, he knew Rhapsody four times, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was unfortunate. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if we're ever going to do the shed again. I'm going to be ripping down the shed, Jay. Uh, I know. That makes me sad. In a year or two. I, I've got to put the other one up. Well, you know, lots of stuff going on in the yard, and mm -hmm. I'm not really handy. So, you know, we'll see how fast we get to it. But Yeah, I love the shed. Well, I'll have a send-off. Yeah. There'll be, there'll be a send-off before I demolish it. Yeah. I'm going to start uh, pulling it apart, so. Hell, maybe we can just drink beer and you can grab a crowbar and we'll pull pieces of wood off it. All right. That would be fun. That sounds like a party. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm in, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Colin. Hold on, true believers. There's more We Got the Geek after these words. You're listening to the Points of Interest Podcast Network. You can find us at poipodcast.com. For the love of pod. Who wants to go to Mexico with any money? Yeah. Oh, I got a I got a couple more questions for you from this list. Well, please. Please um, ask away. Do you have a favorite song from the seventies? Oh well you can't answer that one. I can't pick one. Yeah. Uh a favorite song from the seventies. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to pick one hit wonder song because that way I don't have to decide different merits of different bands that I really, really like. So I'll just pick like a random song from the 70s that I always liked. All right. And that would be Michael Johnson, Bluer Than Blue. Ah, I remember you playing me that a bunch of times. Yeah. I love that song. I don't know why it. It's a good song. Uh, I'll ask you another one because we always talk about uh, being kids driving around in cars and shit with our parents and what we call uh, driving in the car music. Yes. Uh, so one of the questions was name a song that uh, you remember from your childhood. Um, it's going to be um, Sweet City Woman by the Stampeders. Yeah, I, <laughs> I picked uh, Gold by Jon Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I remember, I remember going on a particular camping trip up north, and that song was on like a million times during that trip. I could never figure out the line on how they uh, how the lyrics are wrong in that song. Oh, picked up my guitar, or what was it? Got in my I got into my car, and I picked through in my guitar. Yeah, how do you do that? Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah, John Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, John Stewart. <laughs> with your with your big 
Adam's apple. <laughs> he did have a big Adam's apple. Every picture I had, it looked like he swallowed a rat, like a mouse or something. Like. Uh, at least he wrote Daydream Believer. Did he? Yeah, he did. I did not know that. Yeah, he did. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Stevie Next sang on that song, too. Oh, did she? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just remember that song being on a lot back in 1979. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I, I used to have all those K-Tel albums, you know, that many, many more played on. Uh, my dad had a bunch of those. Yeah. But I had, uh, let me see, see if you remember some of these. I remember an album I got in 1978, and it was a double LP called K-Tel Superstar Collection. I remember it having uh, Magnet and Steel by Walter Egan. Mm-hmm. And I remember it having Gold by Andrew Stewart. I also remember it having On and On by Stephen Bishop. Oh, geez. It also had um, uh, Slow Dancing by Johnny Rivers, which is a hard song to find, actually, but mm-hmm. it's a great one. And, yeah, I could, I could recite that whole album. It had uh, Star Wars Miko theme. Oh, jeez. I had that, that 45. That was on there. Yeah, good times. Miko. Miko. <laughs> <laughs> we said that at the exact same time. Oh, Miko. I discovered this Facebook group uh, called Retro Ontario, Retro Canada or something. It's a, it's a Facebook page about old, old Canadian TV shows and commercials and shit. And someone posted, you'll remember this, because we used to make fun of it in the 80s. Um, someone posted the uh, the Dennis Weaver Panzerati commercial. <laughs> I thought you sent that to me. I laughed so hard when I saw it. Those mothers, right? <laughs> yeah, mothers. Panzerati, picture made perfect. Yeah. And then somebody else posted a bunch of old Sam the Record Man commercials. Awesome. Remember the I did I said it I did it I made the <laughs> best record chain in Canada, and it's funny because the one commercial the guy posted they were advertising the Return of Bruno album. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> I wanted to mention I was thinking about this this week because I was listening to some of their music, um, and you'll remember this story because it was kind of a cool story. Uh, the night we met Cheap Frick in St. Catharines. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, St. Catharines is probably a place Cheap Frick shouldn't be playing. <laughs> but they were. And, uh, and with the same sound system that they would play the exhibition place. Yes, <laughs> and we were smart enough to stand right beside it. And every time Bunny Carlos hit the bass drum, my beer flew off the speaker. <laughs> you remember that? Yep. Oh, I yeah. I put it right on the speaker, and it was like, pound, dump, oh. But I was remembering at the end of the night, we were trying to get their autographs. And uh, three of them were not real nice to us. They just were swearing, and they jumped in the limo, and they took off. But then Tom Peterson came out. And this is why he's my favorite guy in the band to this day. Uh, Tom Peterson, do you remember? Like, he, he walked by us. He had, like, a model on his arm, like a really hot model. He had... Uh, a uh, beer bottle sticking out of both of his suit jacket pockets. He had a beer bottle. He was drinking one in his other hand, the one that wasn't fondling the model. Yeah. And he was so, like, like uh, I don't know if he yeah. was wasted or just mellow. 
But uh, we were like, can we get your autograph? He goes, yeah, I'll be right back. And then he took off across the street with the chick, and he came back with a case of beer somehow. <laughs> and then signed our autographs. Wow, oh, what a guy. That was awesome. Are we hallucinating? Is it just, is it just because we've told it so many times? Dionne Warwick did not sing Born in the USA, did she? Um, she might have on Solid Gold. <laughs> Remember, remember, okay, for those of you that are, are like, not old like me and Colin, there used to be a show on in the 70s and 80s called Solid Gold, where musicians would come on and lip-sync their hits, and Eddie Money was on every week for some reason, and uh, they used to have different hosts, like Dionne Warwick and Rex Smith and Andy Gibb, but they would always, they would sing some of the songs that were on the top 40. You're forgetting about Rick Rick Dees, yeah, but I think Dionne Warwick did sing it, because she also did You're Only Human. That's right. She might have done, I know she had, She at least did one Bruce song. Maybe it was Born in the USA, maybe it was Glory Days, I don't remember. What was the main, Darnell, the main dancer? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the Darnell. Solid Gold Dancers. Yeah, she's my favorite. <laughs> she was my favorite, her and Santana from Shadow. <laughs> the bald guy in the gold suit? <laughs> Yeah. Jeez. Santana. Santana. I was watching... I was watching all... Case Kasem. I, you know what I used to love about Casey Kasem on the radio? What? Um, those those stories that he would do the dedications for. Oh, yeah. Can I do one? Do one and then I'll do one. Because I can make okay. up one on the spot. Okay. How about this one? Uh... Long-distance dedication comes from Jenny in South Dakota. She writes, Dear Casey. <laughs> I was hoping you'd get the Dear Casey. Me and my boyfriend recently had our first sexual experience together, and he neglected to tell me that he's a chronic sufferer of genital herpes. We've been going out for a year we want to get married, but we don't want to do anything rash. So, Casey, could you play Baby It's a Big Surprise by Chicago? Well, Pam, here's your long distance dedication. I can't top that. <laughs> and keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Good times. <sighs> and I'll wind my watch. Every <laughs> 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 commercial. <sighs> oh, God. Remember when he was, he was like, what, five feet tall and he was married to a seven-foot genius? <laughs> yep. Remember? Oh, yeah. Came up to her crotch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is my bitch. <laughs> I really like that Fogarty uh, um, album. Did it do with his family? Oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Well, I, it was, it's a really nice retrospect. Like I said, but I don't know if you remember that, but 1985, man, I borrowed your dad's Creedence Gold album. We listened to it in the living room of my mm. house. It was a hot summer day. I remember that. Mm. And I really made a bad 
moon rising and going, wow, I got it on vinyl for a little while. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah, I remember that. And I bought the Blue Ridge Rangers album, and then I had my old Fogarty hat. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe he's 75. Yeah. Actually, I thought he might have been older. I thought he was younger. Well. Yeah, I guess maybe. <laughs> 49. What's well, okay, so what? Yeah, that's true. Most of our musical heroes are 1949. They're all boomers, eh? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, he is a bit older, so. 45, I guess it was. Yeah, whatever. Still sounds pretty cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. I like listening to the new take on the old songs, and I love the cover of the album. Yeah. You've obviously seen the album cover, right? I think so. You know Cosmos Factory? Yeah. Yeah, well, the album's called Fogarty Factory. Oh, yeah, I know, I've seen that. And it's this family, like, just done <laughs> different stuff with the same album cover. It's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I just interchanged it all, right? Like, it's, you know, 40 years later or whatever. I started thinking of the careers on some of these guys. It's like, I told you I was listening to Dion. Mm. He was recording in, like, 58, 59. Then we're talking, like, he's, like, that's a 60-year career. Yeah. Like, that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, definitely. So he looks pretty good. That's cool. But yeah, check out those songs. Actually, the E Street Band plays better with him. Maybe they should just <laughs> tour with Dion for a while, and Bruce can do a solo tour. Yeah, I'll check that just out. Bruce and Gary, just Bruce and Gary. Bruce and That's Gary. Not. Bruce and Gary and, and stiff ass Max with a big hole <laughs> up his ass. Oh jeez. He's the tightest drummer I've ever seen, man. Yeah. Like, he's good, but I mean, holy fuck, what a tight ass. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been an interesting show if it hadn't been canceled, the, the Mac show. Yeah, yeah, it would have. Yeah, it would have, it would have turned into the Roy Batan thing. Huh? It's just like every song would start out. With the same, like, hormonal. Or, you know what I mean, that organic. Organ noise. Oh, yeah. It's the same fucking rhythm. Oh, yeah. But it's like I said, I bet Roy's out there and probably went, you know what, I'd really like to jam out on this and everything. Yeah, it's okay, Roy, but you know, you know, you just got too much, man. You got to tone it down. How about. Mm, 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 I ain't that work with <laughs> I can see that. Oh, jeez. I'm sure he has to keep Gary in the cage, right? Because that guy's a madman. Yeah. Madman. Yeah. He's who I'm watching the whole concert. Clarence. Do you remember that line? Yeah. Yeah. I remember how mad I got in Coles at the Penn Center because they, they got his album titles wrong during the, in the discography. Oh, yeah? Do you remember that? Uh, no, you got mad um, at that? I was pissed. So I was such a Bruce fan, I thought it was like blasphemy or something. It was like, yeah, yeah because it was, they called the album The Wild and the Willing and the E Street Shuffle. Oh, I remember that. And I'm like, 
That is not what it's called. And then you went on a rampage and knocked over all the racks and cool. Yep, knocked over the books. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Paul Hogan went a flying. <laughs> well, that was that was horrible. But oh, it was a great day. <laughs> I was just glad that John Fogarty was still wearing the same shirt that he did from when Centerfield came out. Yeah. You and noticed that? Yeah, he wears that and his ascot. And his ascot. Yeah. <laughs> He is old Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seventy five. Awesome. What's that? Seventy five. Yeah, I know. Half the people I know are in their eighties still playing, so Yeah. Well, yeah. Paul McCartney can retire anytime. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that turtle joke that Keith Richards had? No. <laughs> He is funny, right? Like, his book's hilarious. But, you know, he's convinced that he's going to, like, live forever. He's, like, such a, you know, he's cocky, right? Yeah. So, so I guess for his birthday, one year, a family went and got him a turtle. And he goes, well, how long do these things live? Right? And she goes, well, they could live for 300 years. And he goes, well, see, that's the problem. You get attached to them, then they die. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you doing this. Oh, happy to do it. If we're still doing COVID in July, I'm sure we could do another one. Yeah, I'm sure we can work this out. Well, I uh, I appreciate you you calling in tonight, man. It was it was good hearing your voice again. You as well, man. You too. And I, I always enjoy your jokes every day when you text me. It's kind of a highlight of my day. So thank you. Yeah, it keeps us sane, doesn't it? But uh, I'll let you go, though, because I know you got to get some sleep and work tomorrow. So I'll, I'll say uh, keep in touch. All right, uh, brother. And, uh, you know, keep reaching for the stars and keep your feet on the ground. That's right. Until <laughs> our next long dedication. Yeah. All right, <laughs> brother. Crazy. Have a good one, man. Yeah, you too, man. Thanks a lot. All right. Take All right. care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. To hear more We Got the Geek, check us out at www.wegotthegeek.com and on iTunes.